Hello, I am Pia, a married mom of two, want to be Martha Stewart, would rather spend her time planning elaborate dinner parties, when in reality, I'm procrastinating about making my family matching t-shirts with my Cricut maker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brianne, and I'm an HGTV and Hallmark Channel junkie. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young kids. What about being from the Bronx? Oh, you made fun of me last time I said it, so it's nice to be out. Well, now they know. Brianne's from the Bronx. The boogie down. Hello, Brianne. How are you today? I'm good. I'm actually excited. I am because we have three people with us today in three different locations, and we get to talk to them about how... COVID-19 has turned their life upside down or right side up or whatever it's done to it. Yeah. So, um, so is that your, is that your son in the background? What did she say? Yeah, is that Emmanuel in the background? That is Emmanuel in the background. <laughs> so he is also our guest today. Yes, he is excited. He's excited to find out. We have our first guest is Danielle. Danielle, where do you live? Because I don't remember where you live. I'm in Orlando, Florida. So Danielle is in Orlando, Florida, and she is planning a wedding in the midst of everything that's going on. We have Sheila in New York City. Hi. Sheila has two children, and so she's at home with two pre-teenagers and an apartment. So I really want to know how she's managing this because my children, they're, they're, they're like all up under me and we have a house. I just really need to know what it's like to be in close quarters. And then we have Courtney, who is, Courtney, are you South Carolina or North Carolina? I'm in North Carolina. She's in North Carolina. And Courtney began a renovation of her kitchen and other parts of her home before wow. COVID-19. And now she's finishing up. So... Her children are at home before they were in school, but now the oldest, everyone's at home. So we have three really good stories today. So um, Danielle, would you like to begin and tell us what's just kind of changed? Or okay, um, sure. Um, well, everything has sort of changed. Um, I know you mentioned I'm wedding planning. So my um, fiance was actually deployed for a year and a half. And he moved back the very end of February. Um, we had just bought a house, so he had never lived in the house before. And him and I had never lived together before. And I also have a 13-year-old daughter. So um, actually, he was about to walk out far. Um, so um, he moved home, and then two weeks over, two weeks later, COVID started. So not oh, only wow. are we adapting to living together for the first time with my daughter, um, we're all in the house 24 hours a day. Um, so it's been a intense, quick learning period for all of us. You've been baptized right. by fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so that um, I also have been um, furloughed from my job. So that's uh, interesting. So I've been searching for other means of income in the meantime. And uh, yeah, he's working from home and my daughter's online doing online school. Um, so everything's changed. Everything's very different. We're all learning it together. 
So how right. are you working out with vendors and planning for the wedding? And when is the wedding? Uh, what's the anticipated date? It's October 3rd. It's going to happen October 3rd. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm putting um, it out there. It's going to happen October 3rd. It's going to happen. Yeah. It will um, happen. So uh, right when um, the COVID started happening, things slowly started shutting down. Um, and our first uh, thing that we had to handle was all of these weddings were being canceled and they were all rebooking for the fall when we were um, going to, be, when we are having our wedding. So we had to rush and kind of book the essential vendors. Um, but luckily at that time, we were actually still able to go out and meet them. So okay. Um, a coffee shop, but at that point they were doing like the six feet distancing. Um, we met um, two that way, um, and we booked. So we booked the DJ and the photographer right away, and then we kind of just put it on hold because there wasn't much we could do um, virtually. Right. So it's, it's you know what? I just want to apologize to our listeners that there's just a lot of um, feedback. A, a lot of um, static in our in our um, sounds, and this is our first time actually doing a group interview. And because of COVID nineteen, everyone's home, and everyone's trying to find a space in their home to uh, actually talk. And uh, sometimes we're outside, and right now there's just a lot of feedback. So I do apologize for that, but I'm really excited to continue to hear about um, Danielle's wedding planning. And I'd like to add that she has a really fabulous bridesmaid who happens to live in Houston, Texas, who happens to be me. So <laughs> like, so her wedding definitely will be happening. But I feel there's some good things have happened because of COVID. You were actually had to rush and get some things done that you may have actually overthought. What do you think? Yeah, that's probably true. It made us uh, make our decisions more more quickly and we didn't give each other we didn't we kind of narrowed it down we're like okay we're gonna talk to four djs and that's it we're gonna talk to these three or four photographers and that's it um right. two officiants and that's it so yeah in, in, a, in one way yeah absolutely um we are now as things are starting to open up a little bit able to focus a little bit more on planning so like my poor bridesmaids like brianne they don't have their dresses yet, and I know they're getting anxious to have to get their stuff ordered in time, but I don't want to bombard people with, hey, I know you're busy with your kids. Can you buy a dress online? Right. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they're- um, That's right. Can we, even, we can't even go to the store and try it on, right? It depends. So David's Bridal opened up yesterday. Okay. Um, but they are very, uh, they have a lot of rules. So only two people can come in the store at a time. Um, you have to wear masks, um, and all of their um, associates will be wearing masks. So my daughter and I are going to go on the 18th, but only her and I can go in the store, and we'll both be having to wear masks. Right. So. And I guess um, in, in Houston, I'll probably have to make an appointment, because I'm sure they have to make sure that other people aren't there at the same time as you. I still want to go Yeah. Yes. But who's that? Oh, that's, that's Manuel. <laughs> Emmanuel, do you know anything about planning a wedding? He's quiet, so obviously he doesn't. Well, Danielle, I I hope that everything works out and that you are able to, that your bridesmaids are able to get their dresses soon because I can imagine the anxiety that I would feel because even though you're saying October, 
that's still October is not that far away. Mm-hmm. And there's so much planning that that has to um, go on. So let's switch over to Sheila and we'll come back and we'll just, we'll have conversation amongst all of us at the end. So Sheila, can you tell me a little bit about what's going on with you all and, and your situation? Um, okay, so uh, as Pia said, I live in New York City and we have a two bedroom apartment uh, and one preteen and one almost teen. And um, it's, it's been a little, it's, it's been okay actually, shockingly. I have pretty easygoing kids. My kids are not very stressed out, but we're home pretty much all the time, except for shopping, pretty much except for shopping. Like I go out for shopping and I occasionally take the children out with me to go for a walk, but that's the extent of them getting outside really. And it's maybe once or twice a week, unfortunately. Um, I live in a, in an, a big apartment complex uh, that has gardens in the back area. So the children go and they walk around and you know, scoot. Um, but the real trick is to stay away from people who, you know, there are a lot of people who don't wear masks in our neighborhood, even though it's a mandate from the governor to wear a mask. Like you have to wear a mask when you're outside. But a lot of people don't and they're not social distancing. So usually, I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. Yes, yeah, we so, can hear you. Okay, so usually when we're outside, I have to make sure that my kids are avoiding people who are not wearing masks because people are clustering together or, you know, they're just hanging out and talking right. and without their masks. So are, you in, by, so are you in Manhattan? I'm in Manhattan. I'm on in the um, East Village of Manhattan. So, okay. uh, right so I, I know, center, I know exactly so. where you are. Yeah. I know exactly where you are. And it's, um, the quarters are kind of, when you're inside of the garden area, it's not that much walking room. No, not really. Not really. Um, yeah, and you know, of course, on a beautiful day, everybody comes out, so they're they're kind of blocking the way. I mean, you can't blame people right. for wanting to go out on a beautiful day, but no, it just makes it hard for everyone to get around if no one's complying. So, yeah. What are the um, so how? Is- go ahead. I'll go on, Maria. No, because I know exactly where she lives, and um, like I just figured it out because I'm from New York as well, and my my family actually lives in that same complex that she's describing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I know it pretty well. Yeah, and um, it, how, like, what are you guys doing as far as your kids, like, having play dates or socializing? Like, how okay. does that happen? How is the interaction happening? Can you, like, how does well, that work? Okay, everything is a Zoom call or a Hangout right. call. My daughter is in Girl Scouts, so she does Girl Scouts. Uh, she has a meeting and a check-in twice a week. Um, oh, and that's then, cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. It keeps her busy and it makes her happy. And um, she also, like one of the parents in her class, organized two weekly play dates for her class. So Aww. she does that. Yeah, so there's, she has that as well. And she has meetings with her best friend online. And my son, um, he teaches uh, karate classes. So he has that and then he takes classes too. So yeah. So he teaches the classes online. He does, he does. He teaches classes online. He also participates in classes online. So that keeps him really busy and and social too. Right, and I think you're lucky because this is a good age. This is an age where they tend to 
um, be reclusive and want to yeah. be online and want to be on the phone. For example, my nephew and I called the other day. He's in eighth grade. Oh no, yeah, he's in eighth grade now. And I'm, and I asked my sister-in-law. I was I asked her. I said, "What have you done to my nephew? I have not seen him." <laughs> I'm like, "I need to see my nephew because the little one, he'll come on the phone and talk to us." But right, right, the twelve-year-old, he has no time for us. He's you know, busy, 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 and he seems to. And I asked him if he's okay, and he's he's fine with it. Yeah, there's more. That's I think that's the tough thing. Like, uh, especially with the older one, he's he's starting to, I think, want to be private, and it's hard to do that in a two-bedroom apartment. You know, to have oh, that's yeah, that's a bad side too. Yeah, right. I mean, he's he's easygoing. He's not going through any sort of like uh, typical stereotypical teenage uh, things, but he wants his privacy and it's hard to, to get it when he has a little sister who wants to be with him all the time. And right. You know, yep. it's not an, a room, a quiet place for him to be in. So. Right. Yeah. I had a question and it just, just slipped out of my mind. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, I, I, one thing too, when you guys are actually out on the street and you said that you walk with them or you do scooters with them, what happens when you run into another friend? Um, well, early on in the pandemic, like, uh, we had that situation and I had to, I saw a friend, uh, like a mom from school and she came very close to me and I had to put my hand out and I was like, you need to back, mm. back up, you know, and she said, <laughs> she said, well, we're close. It's okay. We're, we're not too close. And she, but she kept on getting closer and I was like, can you please step back? And her son really likes my son. He's like a, a younger kid and he ran up to my son about to grab him. And I was like, you need to stop him from doing that because she's like, but we have hand sanitizer. I'm like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but that was so, early in the pandemic, yeah, right? That, that was, was early before on. New York became the... It was, it was like maybe a few days before school shut down. Okay. So, yeah, something like that. Ooh, so that wasn't that early though. That was pretty, because school shut down pretty late in New York. We were shut yeah. down before. Right. So at that point, so how do you feel, do you feel that mostly everyone's on the same page as far as social distancing is concerned amongst your children's friends and amongst your friends? Um, I think the majority are. Right. I do. Um, from, I mean, like I said, we're home most of the time. So what I see from people is when I go shopping. Um, and usually when I go shopping, people are very good about social distancing. You know, people wait online to get in and there's you know, stand two city uh, uh, squares away from each other. You know, people are pretty good about it so far. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but occasionally you'll get some people who are not. And as you know, there's like a lot of big homeless population here. And um, right. that's kind of been, I think that's a big problem because a lot of times there are people on the street who are not, who will come up close to you when you're not wanting them to. <laughs> And uh, right. yeah, that that's been a, that's been a problem actually. So that's a problem. Yeah. Well, well, it seems well, it seems like you all are making the most of the situation, and it's helpful that you do have older children because I can attest that with my my fourteen year old, he really wants doesn't want to have much to um to do with us. It's more the <laughs> four year old that I'm having to yeah. keep entertained. So I completely understand that. Now, Courtney, you have your young Madeline is Emmanuel's age. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, you have four. our son directly above her. 
Uh, yeah, he is six and a half, and then I have a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. So how okay. are you all faring with just getting your kitchen back? And now you don't <laughs> have a laundry room? Um, we, we haven't had a laundry room since December, I believe, was when we had to take that out. Um, it, it was a major renovation that we've been planning for a year, and... Um, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> it's slowed down a little bit, but we're still working. So how are you washing your clothes? I, I mean, in New York, <laughs> there are laundromats all over, there are laundromats in the building, and that's something I didn't even think to ask um, our other guests, but I'm thinking you're in a suburb, where oh, is yeah. the laundromat? <laughs> uh, so I'm, I've been very spoiled. Um, my mother-in-law lives pretty close by, and my parents okay, live okay. in the neighborhood. <laughs> And so we are doing no contact laundry delivery on the back porch. And my parents oh, or my awesome. mother-in-law will do it. And um, it comes back folded, which is really nice. Um, so, yeah, I'll miss that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think my laundry room is, um, I, think my, I think my washing machine's acting up right now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, oh, no. Drop off my laundry at my mother-in-law's house. She would probably right? burn yeah. if I tried that. <laughs> No, so they, the, they've been very patient. That's nice. And how's the kitchen remodel going? So my kitchen is finally back. Um, my contractor kind of, um, she was able to split the renovation into different parts. So it was supposed to just be kitchen, mudroom, laundry room, all in one big thing. And you can get a certificate of occupancy once the whole project is complete. Um, but we hit the completion of the kitchen right after our school shut down in North Carolina. And so she was able to uh, work it out with the county to separate the permit so that okay. they gave us the certific certificate of occupancy for the kitchen so that we could go ahead and use the refrigerator, use the oven, and, and actually use it. <laughs> so that was, that was really lucky. But was it complete or you just were going into a, a construction site that had a kit that had like a, a refrigerator and a microwave? Um, so we have a, a unique setup in our house. Our house was built in 1929. And so um, we had a secondary kitchen on the second floor. Um, so in the meantime, we had an interim space with a fridge and a stove and a okay. microwave and a sink. So, you know, overall for renovations, not a bad setup. It's not, it wasn't ideal, but not terrible. Um, right. So we have, we have that alternative. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, <laughs> that, that was lucky. I, but yeah. <laughs> I know some, like uh, some, I know that in some like Jewish homes, there are two kitchens and I know there's other cultures that have the two kitchens as well. So maybe that was a part of the history of your home originally. I think that the, um, you, the people we bought it from, her father, she had inherited it from her father, and he had a sister that never married and never moved out of the house, and so oh. she had her own wing of the house upstairs, and they had the other, like, three quarters of the house, and so she had her own little kitchen in there. Oh, that's awesome. Which, that is just which is crazy. When we bought it, we're like, why? Why, why are there two kitchens? But, hey, it came and in handy. <laughs> So yeah, many so things good. that were crazy before COVID started are now turned into, isn't this convenient? Yes, <laughs> we have <right>? kitchens. <laughs> isn't this convenient? We have this empty attic. Let's make it a office for you. You know, certain things, we're just exactly. making the best out of everything. Everything's being used. 
We definitely Absolutely. are. I feel my, I find myself trying to make things last longer. And since I can't just rush out and buy, even though I guess now I can go to the store, but I find myself trying to make things just work. Right. Yeah. So have any of you started new hobbies? Um, I know Danielle um, started a, start to sell um, a new like skincare line. So has anyone else started something? Oh, Danielle, do you want to talk about that? Uh, Danielle, you still with Sorry, us? Sorry, I, I, I muted um, the video because oh, no there was so much background noise. Right. Uh, yes. Well, since I was furloughed, yeah, um, I've been looking for other things. So I started selling Beauty Counter. Um, a friend of mine does it, and it's um, it kind of just resonated right now with me um, because their mission statement, their healthy, safe products. And I think right now we're all concerned, even more hyper aware of like things we're putting in our bodies and on our bodies and viruses. And um, just, uh, it just kind of resonated. It was a great company. My friend likes it. So I jumped on and uh, right. I'm, lo I'm liking it. So it's, it's, it pushed me to explore something I'd been thinking about for a long time, but I just didn't have the time and the energy. And well, now I have a lot of time on my hands. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I started to garden. I'm obsessed with it now. And um, what have you grown? Like, uh, well, nothing. Well, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> jumping beans are doing well. Um, oh, cool. I messed up on my watermelon. I had to restart my watermelon. And um, I'm also enjoying homeschool a lot more than I thought I would. So that's interesting as well. And that um, is. any other hobbies out there amongst you ladies or any other things that you've I'm, picked up that you didn't realize you were going to be into before? I've been sewing. Uh, I mean, I made masks for my kids, but hand sewing because I haven't figured out how to use my sewing machine that I've had for two years. But, wow. <laughs> so, um, I made masks for my mother, my brother, and I just like sent them out and for my family too. But, by hand? Yeah, by hand. So oh, I'm not, they're not perfect, but they're okay. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for you because I'm tired of sewing them on the machine. So to do them by hand, I have the utmost respect for you, Sheila. <laughs> I need to figure I'm, out how to do this. But, um, you'll see, you'll see. If you want, we can Zoom one day and maybe we can figure out, teach you how to use the machine. Yes. I'll be in on that call because I, I also have a machine that I don't use. It's just here for when my mom and my sister come by. For sure. My mother. It's, yeah, they use it. They know how to use it. And um, I was going to take a class on it this summer with my daughter, but that's now going to be on hold. But that's okay because... We'll be growing food, so, you know, yeah. right. we have other things to do. We're going to have a sewing class. I have taught, I'm in the process of making breast milk jewelry, so we'll see how it works out. It's a long process, so we'll see. I've never tried it before. Someone wanted some jewelry. I said, let me try to make it, so I'm trying to make it. I didn't even know that existed. Like, is it because is, is the jewelry, like, like, what is it? Like, is it a jewel? Like, well, what you, have to, what you have to do is take the breast milk, about an ounce or so, and you have to let it dry. Like, you have to let it, um, all the moisture evaporate. And then you take resin, like, a, to make the jewel. 
then you sprinkle the breast milk, you make up the resin mixture, then you put the breast milk in it, you sprinkle, make it into a powder, you put it in the resin to give it the color, and you might need a little bit of dye, and you put it into a mold to make whatever jewel you want. So I'm practicing making pearl earrings. I actually bought two pairs of breast milk earrings for Emmanuel, who subsequently lost them. So that's what I'm trying to make now is a set of pearl earrings out of someone's breast milk. And if it works out, I'm going to try something else. That's interesting. I thought I had misheard you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, breast milk jewelry. So, yeah. And Courtney, have you taught yourself anything new? Because Courtney, Courtney's actually the master seamstress. I don't know why I'm over here talking about it. I'm going to teach someone how to sew because Courtney makes leotards. And I think wow. like, I can't wow. sew on. She makes beautiful leotards. So she's the master seamstress. I am, but strangely enough, I haven't really been sewing. Um, I don't know. I think it, the quarantine got me kind of at a creative block. So. Yeah, I mean, I do custom dance costumes and all kinds of fun stuff. But um, yeah, I haven't. I'm I, I guess I'm boring during this quarantine. And, <laughs> well, I guess I'm you were in a reservation. I mean, reservation. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, right? I mean, like you were redoing your whole home. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. shame on you for not making costumes for all I the people know. that want costumes during quarantine <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. all these ballet recitals that are going on exactly yeah, i know we, our girls um i did team costumes this year and their uh dance competition got canceled so they didn't even get to wear them so i'm really kind of heartbroken for the girls <laughs> i'm heartbroken for you and all that work you did <laughs> maybe you can use them next year it, next i hope so if not, I'll, I'll make some extras if somebody needs some extra growing room for next year. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I've enjoyed talking to all of you all. And for this to be our first group, I think it went well. I think next time I want to do it live because then we could get all of our friends watching and they can ask questions and see how it goes. But I've enjoyed talking with all of you all and learning how things are just different and different facets of everyone's life. Does anyone have any questions for anyone else before we go? No. How's everyone holding up? Everyone's doing okay otherwise? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm doing okay. Good. I'm, good. I'm enjoying my new hobbies and the kids are enjoying a lot of screen time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Here, take it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone, and maybe we'll do it again. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Bye Tia. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Nice, Bye. Meeting you, nice meeting you all. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommywhereismyshoe.com and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.